And good afternoon. You're listening to Ken Hudnall. This is the Ken Hudnall Show. Coming to you from our studios right here in exciting El Paso, Texas. Gateway to the Old West and the most haunted city in the country. Well, today is September 28th, 271st day of the year. 94 days remain to the end of the year. And holidays and observances, which you all asked me to do. Hmm. Isn't that fascinating? It's National Drink Beer Day. National Good Neighbor Day. Go drink a beer with your neighbor. World Maritime Day. World Rabies Day. Remember Me Thursday, International Poke Day, National Strawberry and Cream Pie Day, National Inclusion Week, Hispanic Heritage Month, World Meat Free Week, International Week of Happiness at Work, National Guide Dog Month, National Recovery Month, National Childhood Obesity Awareness Month. If you haven't seen your feet, you're probably obese. Whole Grains Month, International Square Dancing Day, Leukemia and Lymphoma Awareness Day, National Suicide Prevention Month, Read a New Book Month, National Piano Month, Sepsis Awareness Month, Sourdough September, Friendship Month, National Honey Month, National Chicken Month, National Childhood Cancer Awareness Month, National Mushroom Month, Chiari Awareness Month, National Ovarian Cancer Awareness Month, National Sewing Month, Happy Cat Month, National Preparedness Month, National Library Card Sign-Up Month, Pulmonary Fibrosis Awareness Month, Shake Month, like uh, milkshakes, Hunger Action Month, and that Includes our list. Let's go back to 43 BC. Pompey disembarks at Pelusium upon arriving in Egypt, whereupon he is assassinated by order of King Ptolemy the Thirteenth. 235. Pope Pontian resigns, exiled to the mines of Sardinia along with Hippolytus of Rome. 351. Constantinus II defeats the usurper Magnentius. 365, the Roman usurper Procopius bribes two legions, passing by Constantinople, and proclaims himself emperor. That's one way to get a job. 935, Duke Mutsis lost the first of Bohemia's murdered by a group of nobles led by his brother, Bolosos I, who succeeds him. Can't trust those brothers. 1066, my ancestor William the Conqueror lands in England, beginning the Norman Conquest. 1106, King Henry I of England defeats his brother Robert Cuthose at the Battle of Tenshirebrae. 1235, King James I of Aragon conquers Valencia from the Moors. 
Shortly after that, he declares himself king of Valencia. Have an ego or what? 1322, Louis IV, Holy Roman Emperor, defeats Frederick I of Austria in the Battle of Moldorf. 1538, Ottoman-Venetian War. Ottoman Navy scores a decisive victory over a Holy, Holy League fleet in the Battle of Previsa. 1542, Juan Rodriguez Cabrillo of uh, Portugal arrives at what's now San Diego. He's the first European to get to California that we know about. 1779, American Revolution. Samuel Huntington is elected president of the Continental Congress, succeeding John Jay. 1781, American Revolution. French and American forces, backed by French fleet, begin the siege of Yorktown. 1787, the Congress of the Confederation votes to send the newly written United States Constitution to the state legislatures for approval. 1821, the Declaration of Independence of the Mexican Empire is drafted. becomes public October 13th. 1844, Oscar I of Sweden, Norway, is crowned King of Sweden. 1867, Toronto becomes the capital of Ontario, having also been the capital of Ontario's predecessor since 1796. 1868, the Battle of Alcalia causes Queen Elizabeth I of Spain to flee to France. 1871, the Brazilian Parliament passes a law that frees all children thereafter born to slaves and all the government-owned slaves. 1889, General Conference on Weights and Measures uh, defines the length of a meter. 1892, the first night game for American football takes place in a contest between Wyoming Seminary and Mansfield State Normal. 1893, foundation of the Portuguese football club, FC Porto. 1901, Philippine-American War. Filipino guerrillas kill more than 40 American soldiers are losing just 28 of their own. 1912, the Ulster Covenant is signed by some half-million Ulster Protestant Unionists in opposition to the Third Irish Home Rule Bill. And also in 1912, Corporal Frank Scott of the U.S. Army becomes the first enlisted man to die in an airplane crash. Now that is a title you don't want to have. 1918, World War I, Fifth Battle of Ips begins. 1919, race riots begin in Omaha, Nebraska. 1924, the first aerial circumnavigation is completed by a team from the U.S. Army. 1928, Alexander Fleming notices a bacteria killing mold growing in his laboratory discovering what's later known as penicillin. 1939, World War II, Nazi Germany and the Soviet Union agree to a division of Poland. 1939, World War II, Siege of Warsaw comes to an end. 1941, World War II, the drama uprising against the Bulgarian occupation in northern Greece begins. Also in 1941, Ted Williams achieves a 406 batting average for the season becomes the first major league baseball player to bat 400 or better. 1944, World War II, Soviet Army troops liberate Kluga concentration camp in Estonia. 1951, CBS makes the first color television is available for sale to the general public. 
But the products discontinued less than a month later. 1961. Military coup in Damascus effectively ends the United Arab Republic, the union between Egypt and Syria. 1970. Egyptian President Gamal Abdel uh, Nasser dies of a heart attack in Cairo. 1973. The ITT building in New York is bombed in protest at ITT's alleged involvement in a coup d'etat in Chile. 1975, the Spaghetti House Siege, in which nine people are taken hostage, takes place in uh, London. 1986, the Democratic Progressive Party becomes the first opposition party in Taiwan. 1992, a Pakistan International Airlines flight crashes into a hill in Nepal, killing all 167 passengers and crew. 1994, the cruise ferry MS Estonia sinks in the Baltic Sea kills 852 people. 1995, Bob Denard and a group of mercenaries take the islands of the Comoros on a coup. 1995, Israeli Prime Minister Yitzhak Rabin and PLO Chairman Yasser Arafat signed the interim agreement on the West Bank and the Gaza Strip. 2000, Al-Aqsa Intifada. Ariel Sharon visits Al-Aqsa Mosque, known to the Jews as the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. 2008, Falcon 1 becomes the first privately developed liquid-fueled ground-launched vehicle to put a payload into orbit by the RATSAT mission. 2008, the Singapore Grand Prix is held as Formula 1's inaugural uh, night race with Fernando Alonso winning the event. Almost a year later, it was revealed that Alonso's teammate, Nelson Piquet Jr., had been ordered to crash his car to help bring out the safety car and give Alonso the advantage in the win. 2009, a military junta leading Guinea attacks a protest rally, killing or wounding uh, 1,400 people. 2012, Somalia and African Union forces launched a coordinated assault on the uh, Somali port of Kishmael to take back the city from al-Shabaab militants. 2012, Sita Air Flight uh, 601 crashes in Madhapur, uh, Timmy, Nepal, killing all 19 passengers and crew. 2014, the 2014 Hong Kong protests begin in response to uh, restricted political reforms imposed by the NPC in Beijing. 2016, the 2016 South Australian blackout occurs, lasting up to three days in some areas. And in 2018, a 7.5 2018 Sulawesi earthquake, which triggered a large tsunami, leaves 4,340 dead and 10,679 injured. Now that we got all that done, I got an email from a listener. Said he enjoyed the the off the wall stuff that I talk about, but he had some very basic questions. What did I know about Social Security? Well, that's like many federal programs. It's something of a mystery. Most people know that it's taken out of your paycheck. And when you're 65, you're supposed to be able to start drawing a a check um, to kind of make sure you got a little bit to eat in your declining years. But there's actually a lot more to it than that. (coughs) You know, I've written a few books about government benefits. 
I did the Veterans Practical Primer about your VA benefits. A lot of people think that's charity. It's not. I never could get my father to apply. He was he served in the Merchant Marines and then in uh, Korea. And the problem was getting something from the government. Everyone assumes that somehow it's um, a negative thing. Well, VA benefits you actually earned with your military service. My uh, very good friend, known him for 30 years, never could get him to apply until a week before he had an aneurysm. And got all the paperwork filled out, but just couldn't make himself send it in. Well, with that aneurysm, he wound up in the hospital. His uh, niece had to take care of him. And she had no idea what benefits he was entitled to. I knew he had served. I knew he uh, he was Navy, but we didn't hold that against him. And... Uh, you know, if you have a service-connected disability that gives you a disability rating, you can get what amounts to free medical care from the VA. Um, so I got her to send the paperwork in, and everything was ready to be approved, and he died. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that's a major waste. He could have had numerous benefits if he'd have just sent in the paperwork. That's all he had to do. But no, that's charity. Somebody will think I'm trying to sponge off the government. And I've heard, I've been uh, dealing with veterans and the Veterans Administration for 40 years. And the... Um, there's some outstanding employees and some that ought to be taken out and shot. They are just a waste of space and they enjoy turning veterans down. I've seen it. Um, I overheard a conversation between a, a uh, lady whose husband was in uh, the hospital with a service-connected disability well, it was one that should have been service-connected. I heard her talking to a VA official who said, uh, well, you know, we can, we could approve everything you're asking, but he's going to die anyway, and I wouldn't be a very good custodian of government resources if I let you spend all this money and then he dies. Well, you're not the friggin' custodian. It's called the Department of Veterans Affairs. Unfortunately, it's become the Department of Meetings because every time you try to talk to somebody, they're in a meeting. They have more meetings than any organization I've ever heard of. But let's go back. Started talking about Social Security. So let's, I'm going to take today and talk about some of these programs that are available. Uh, you know, Social Security taxes are withheld from the paycheck of Every work in American are paid by those self-employed. You don't really have a choice. And 
It's not something you can opt out of. Federal law requires uh, Social Security taxes to be taken. Now, a lot of folks say this is the least understood program run by the government. Even though the Social Security deductions from can run from one quarter to a half of what you pay in income taxes. Think about how much it costs you in those monthly or quarterly payments over 40 years. And don't wait till you're 60 or you're approaching 65 to wonder about Social Security. I mean, millions of people get Social Security checks that are nowhere near retirement age. But there's a lot of facets to Social Security. It's not just a retirement program. It can provide medical benefits before a worker retires under the Medicare, Medicare program. It can make monthly income payments to a worker and his family if that worker is disabled. Furnish a monthly income to a worker's family after that person dies. You know, back in 1935, Congress passed the Social Security Act. Funded payments to workers and their families and protects the disabled and the aged from medical expenses that can very quickly use up your savings. Congress established the Social Security Administration to operate the program. And one of these jobs it, of this particular group is to inform all Americans about what benefits are available to them under the program. Now, critics over the years say Social Security people haven't done a good job telling Americans about what's due to them under these programs. Little ever gets into the nation's press about these benefits. Almost nothing on TV or, it's, or in magazines. Every once in a while, you'll see a newspaper column about Social Security benefits and new regulations uh, being run by newspaper here and there. Social Security Administration does sell a handbook and it makes available free of charge brochures and pamphlets on Social Security benefits. Also operates a free telephone information service where you can call and talk with a specialist on matters relating to the Social Security program, assuming they're not taking a coffee break. Well, I'm going to try to give you uh, a clear, easy guide to understand the Social Security benefits in the system. Now, one of the key benefits of Social Security is to provide monthly payments to retired individuals who've uh, worked long enough to be eligible. Second big benefit is to provide income to an individual's family when that worker dies. Another aspect provides monthly checks to a disabled worker who qualifies or to his family if he dies of his disability. Now, the program was designed to offer cash benefits to replace the income that was lost when a worker becomes severely disabled, retires, or dies. And there are also provisions for some protection against the high cost of health care under the Medicare program. Now, the Social Security Act is designed not to relieve poverty, but actually to prevent it. It's got five basic tenets, I guess you could say. Benefits are a right that are earned. The law clearly sets the amount of benefits. The worker and his family security grows out of his own labor. 
and contributions to each worker help finance his benefits. Now, collecting that Social Security check is a right that is earned. It involves no stigma, no embarrassment. You paid into the fund, earned the right to this benefit, and it becomes a kind of retirement guarantee for millions of Americans. And for the most part, the more you earn during your lifetime, the higher your benefit will be under the Social Security program. And there are reasonable requirements to be met before anybody can collect a Social Security check. And uh, I know we have a lot of activists who believe that anybody who is here is entitled to a check from Social Security, but that's not true. You have to have a recorded Social Security number. Had deductions made from his wages or paid self-employment taxes and all that's credited to a Social Security account. You have to attain the required number of working calendar credits. And you have to file the required application forms to, to get the benefits. Now, most Americans have a Social Security number. In fact, the Internal Revenue now requires all children to have Social Security numbers before they reach the age of one. So if you don't have one, <coughs> excuse me, you need to get Form SS5 at any Social Security office, prove your age, identity, and citizenship status, and by furnishing correct personal information on the form, you can make sure your earnings will be credited to your account. Now, there's a large group of people who believe that this is just a method for the government to track you. And, well, that may well be part of it, but more importantly is to make sure that you really are entitled to the benefits that you're claiming. Now, if you lose your Social Security card or forget the number, you can apply for a duplicate card by filling out the, that same form again giving identical information that was on the first application as to name, age, citizenship. To correct any wrong information on your first application, ask your local Social Security office to give you Form 7003. Fill that out and send it in. Now, as I remember, I got my Social Security card when I was about 10. Laws were different then. And that number followed me well, it's still following me. That number was on even in, when I went into the military. That was my number. Now, most of us meet the requirements for wage deductions automatically. If you're self-employed, you have to pay self-employment taxes on your income uh, tax form. Monies earned by employees subject to Social Security deductions include uh, severance pay, salary or hourly pay, sales commissions, pay in lieu of a vacation, bonuses and wage benefits, basic pay for active military, and tips gratuities of more than $20 a month. I remember when I was... Commission. Went to the officer's basic course. Some of my cohorts were incensed. They had to pay Social Security on their military pay. 
all work, whether part-time, temporary, or full-time, is covered by Social Security and gives you work credit. Employers are required to deduct Social Security taxes from employees' wages. And at the time I put these notes together, the rate was 6.2%, up to a maximum tax of $3,571.20. And employers are required to match your contributions on a dollar-for-dollar basis. Well, self-employed people are responsible for paying uh, Social Security taxes on net annual earnings over $400. And that tax is due when that self-employed person files his federal income tax returns. An individual can check his Social Security earnings record and estimated benefits by filling out another form, Form 7004, Request for Earnings and Benefit Estimate uh, Statement, and sending it to Social Security. Best way to request that form is by calling the Social Security Administration uh, toll-free. If you got a pen and piece of paper, 1-800-722-1213. Or you can request the form from any Social Security office. And if you're over 60, a representative will give you earnings and estimated benefit information right over the telephone. If they're not on their coffee break. As discussed, uh, as I will be discussing, it's a good idea periodically to check your earnings record to make sure the Social Security Administration is credited uh, accurately your account with all your earnings. Don't assume they don't make mistakes. Form 7004, you'll be asked to provide your name and Social Security number as shown on your card. You'll also be asked to provide other pertinent information, such as your date of birth and other Social Security numbers or names you may have used in the past. I had one individual I knew. He had four different names, four different Social Security accounts, and apparently... Four different lives, because he was paying Social Security under all of them. Now I hate to think what'll happen when he comes times to have for him to file for benefits. You know, use other Social Security numbers or names. You still get credit for those amounts paid into the Social Security system. You'll be asked to provide your last year's earnings, this year's estimated earnings, estimated future earnings, and the age you plan to retire. It's important to provide the most accurate information possible because it will be used by the Social Security Administration to compile your personal earnings and benefit estimate account, or statement, rather. Statement lists your earnings history and gives you an estimate of the monthly benefits you and your family may qualify for now or in the future. As we're going to discuss, it's a good idea to periodically submit this form to Social Security Administration to make sure your Social Security earnings are being uh, properly recorded. It's uh, disheartening to get to the filing time and find out there's nothing credited to your account. 3rd requirement in the Social Security program is to be sure you've accumulated enough work credits to qualify. For each $590 of wages paid or self-employment income earned, a person is credited with one quarter of coverage up to a maximum of four quarters in any calendar year. Personal earnings and benefit estimate statement will tell you how many work credits you've earned up to that date. Now, for those that are 
wondering why I'm talking about this frankly dry material because it has a major impact on your life going forward. You never know what's going to happen. I was injured and forced to retire at age 49. I had planned on working until I had to be carried out on a stretcher. So at 49, I had to figure out what to do when my career was ended. Um, let me tell you, it, it takes some planning. And to meet the last condition of the Social Security program, application forms have to be completed for processing. Individuals responsible for submitting the necessary evidence to support his claim for Social Security benefits. Uh, supposedly, the nearest Social Security office has all the forms you'll need. Now, just who gets covered under Social Security is easiest to understand by breaking the program down into categories showing which people are eligible. And these categories include a retired worker and family covered under retirement, disabled worker and family with a detailed explanation under disability. Now, the last category is the family of a worker who's died. Uh, we're going to talk about that in more detail in a little bit. Now, a worker who's retired and applies for benefits may choose to get reduced payments with early retirement at age 62 or full monthly checks when he's 65. Now, if you're thinking of retiring at age 62, remember, you'll get reduced payments if you opt to go for reduced payments until you die. It gives the workers a, an incentive to wait until 65 to retire, so full benefits will come from that time forward. And before any worker gets a Social Security retirement check, he needs to have credit for a certain amount of work under the program. Work credit needed to become eligible for retirement benefits depends on when the worker reaches age 62. And it varies by year. For example, if you reach age 62 in 1980, it takes seven and a quarter years of work credit. But in 81, it's seven and a half years of credit. 83, it's eight years. 85 is eight and a half years. So as you can see, the scale slides. 1991 or later, it's 10 years of work credit. Now, you never need more than 10 years of work credit to qualify for benefits under this program. If you start working and paying your Social Security tax before you've reached the needed credits, you simply can't claim any retirement benefits. So that's one big reason to keep checking every few years to see how many work credits you have uh, on record in Washington. Now, if you're ready to retire, you don't have that required work credits. You can go back to work to add these uh, quarterly credits to your record. And that's partially why it's important where, when you get along toward your retirement age to check your records. Make sure they have it right. And you know exactly what you need to do. <coughs> My goodness, I don't know what's... I've been sneezing quite a bit lately. Best way to find out where you stand is file form 7004. You find out you don't, you do have enough work credits. You might wonder just how much that retirement check's going to be. 
Now, the benefits are different depending on the age you decide to retire at and how much your annual earnings have been for the last few years. And this is where things get a little complicated. Social Security people use the term annual uh, average annual earnings based on your highest earnings subject to Social Security taxes over the number of years, and then it's averaged out. Your earnings are based on your individual taxable earnings up to a maximum amount established by the Social Security Administration. For example, in the period from 51 to 1954, the maximum wages for Social Security taxation was $3,600. Now, that figure's gone up over the years. Now, the tax is applied to, on incomes up to about 60000 I think. Now, the average annual earnings are used to compute a worker's basic benefit. Basic benefits, the worker's full benefit you'd receive if retiring at age 65. The basic benefit, in turn, is used to compute other benefits payable to a worker's spouse and dependents. And all benefits are computed as a percentage of that worker's basic benefit. For example, a spouse's retirement benefit is 50% of the retired worker's basic benefit when retiring at age 65. But if that spouse has been married before, when her current husband dies, she can actually apply to get a benefit off her previous husband if it's higher. So say you're 15, 15 years away from retirement. It's hard to estimate what such a retirement benefit might be since there's no way to predict accurately what your income would be for those last 15 years. Also, the ceiling on taxable income for Social Security purposes might go up. It has never gone down. That's the government for you. You can ask for a projected benefits figure based on an average of your projected income. And if you're near retirement age, you can receive a free statement of your earnings and estimate of your benefits. Use of that uh, ubiquitous uh, form 7004. And you'll get back a statement that gives you an estimate of your monthly retirement benefits at age 65, assuming you work until that age and then retire. Also estimate your monthly retirement benefit if you continue to work and wait until age 70 to retire, which you can do. Statement gives you also a toll-free number to call and ask questions. Availability to personal earnings and benefit statements are recent major advancement at the Social Security Administration. And before that statement was available, a worker had to estimate retirement benefits by computing a, completing a worksheet available from the administration. Now, it's important to note if you retire at 62, your retirement checks will be permanently reduced. The amount of reduction in your monthly Social Security checks will depend on the number of months before you reach 65. For example, benefits will be reduced uh, five-ninths of 1% multiplied by the number of months before age 65. If you retired age 62, your benefits reduced uh, about 20%. Reduction in your benefit due to early retirement won't affect payments to your spouse or eligible children. Their payments will still be based on your basic benefit which uh, is the full benefit if you'd gone to age 65. Now, one thing to keep in mind, Social Security is, in fact, a family insurance program. 
An insured worker begins to collect retirement benefits. Certain family members also become eligible for benefits. Um, and there are certain principal benefits available to family members of a, a covered retired worker. The wife is entitled to a uh, benefit equal to 50% of her husband's basic benefit if she starts collecting at age 65. Age 62, she can elect reduced benefits equal to 37.5% of her husband's basic benefit. And she'll continue to get this reduced benefit even when she turns 65. So the actions of the husband can affect the spouse. And a wife can collect benefits at any age if she's caring for her husband's child who's under 16 or over 16 and disabled. Now, in this society in which we live, there's a lot of divorces. And divorced wives are even covered. Former wife of a man eligible for retirement benefits is entitled to benefits on his record if she was married to him for at least 10 years. She can collect benefits as early as 62 if divorced at least two years. Whether or not her former spouse receives benefits as long as he is eligible for the benefits. Divorced wife's benefits equal to 50% of her former husband's basic benefit if she starts collecting at age 65. At 62, she can collect uh, reduced benefits equal to 37.5%. Now, if she remarries, she can't collect benefits any longer based on a former husband's record. Of course, her remarriage won't affect benefits payable from her husband's dependent children under her care. Now, in this day of supposedly equal opportunity, under a March 1977 Supreme Court decision and a June 1977 Federal District Court decision, a husband can now collect benefits on his wife's work record. The same as what the wife can collect on her husband's record. These new rules can mean more benefits for a lot of husbands. For example, the husband of a retired woman may now collect benefits under the wife's record if he's at least 62. Then defendant children. Children of a retired injured worker may be eligible for collect Social Security benefits. I knew several people who went to school based on uh, dependent children benefits. To collect a retired worker's child must be unmarried, younger than 18, or, or up to age 19 is still in high school. Unmarried children, 18 or over, can collect benefits if they become disabled before the age of 22 and continue to be disabled. Dependent child's benefit is equal to 50% of the worker's basic benefit. Child's eligible for benefits on the records of natural parents. A legally adopted child living with the step parent or receiving one half support from the step parent qualify for benefits under the step parent's record. So a child living with his real mother and stepfather can be eligible for Social Security benefits on the records of three different people his mother, the real father, and a stepfather. But the child can only collect benefits on one record, generally the, the higher. Now, retired workers' earnings from a job of self-employment can reduce the monthly benefits payable to him and family members. Retired worker at age 65 to 70 can earn up to $10,560 without affecting monthly uh, retirement benefits. 
However, after that, above that amount, for every $3 of earnings, a dollar in benefits will be subtracted from the benefit check. So both the worker and each family member receiving benefits. And if the retired worker is under the age of 65, the allowable limit is 7680 Now these limits uh, periodically are raised. Benefit reduction rate for a person under 65 is a dollar uh, for each $2 of earnings over the limit. At age 70 or older, the retired worker's earnings won't be of effect benefit checks no matter how much they make. The uh, earnings of the worker's spouse and other dependents over the allowable limit reduce only their benefit checks. <coughs> Excuse me. Retired worker's benefit will not be affected. Earnings limit for a spouse on a dependence is the same as for the retired worker. Well, as you might guess, there is a maximum family benefit that can be paid to a single family. And this provision is designed to prevent a family's benefits from exceeding the worker's recent earnings. Maximum family benefits generally reached when a worker and two family members are collecting benefits. When several people are collecting benefits on the same worker's record, each benefit except the worker's may be reduced to conform to the maximum family payment. And the maximum benefit provision also applies to disability and survivor's benefits uh, that we'll be talking about as we go along. Well, you all are quick to send me questions. One question from somebody in Florida. What's the main advantage and disadvantage of retiring at age 62? <coughs> Excuse me. Now remember, yeah, I'm not an expert in this. I've got, um, you know, I've, I've read a lot and I, I write about it. Well, the main advantage is you can collect retirement benefits for a longer period of time if you retire at 62. Life expectancy for a man at age 65 is 13.7 years. For a woman, it's 17.7 years after reaching 65. Of course, the main disadvantage of retiring at 62 is the benefits are permanently reduced to make up for the three extra years of additional payments. Nothing's free with the government. Um, Okay, this question came from, I think it's North Carolina. What's the advantage of postponing retirement past 65? Well, if you choose to continue working past 65 and don't collect Social Security, you're entitled to increase benefits when you finally do retire. Increase can be as much as 8% for workers reaching 65 and after 2008. Well... And from my original home state of Tennessee, can a wife retire on her husband's record at 62 if her husband's over 65 and not retired? Nope. Husband first has to retire before the wife can get benefits on his record. I mean, the wife could, in fact, get reduced uh, retirement benefits on her own record, even though her husband decides not to retire until after 65. And then, uh, as I understand it, switch to the uh, the higher amount. Now, how about disability? Now, for those 
but we're entitled to VA benefits. Understand, you can draw both, Social Security and VA. Now, any one of us might be disabled at any time. Become disabled will affect your family's financial security much more if you retired or died. Uh, with this in mind, disability benefits are, in fact, a part of the Social Security program. When the worker is under 65 and provides benefits uh, to them and to the family, also covers a, a person disabled before the age of um, 22, as well as disabled widows and their dependents and some other people under special conditions. Now, one important factor to understand, Social Security Administration considers a, is what the Social Security Administration considers a disability. It's like everything else defined by law. Inability to engage in any substantial gainful employment by reason of any medically determinable physical or mental impairment that has lasted or can be expected to last for a continuous period of not less than 12 months or result in death. Now, that's a mouthful. And the determination of such a disability is made on the basis of medical facts and evaluation of the person's capacity to do work. The person's work experience, age, and education also be considered in the decision. And if you've worked under Social Security long enough, you'll be eligible for monthly benefits when you become disabled. How long you need to have worked to be covered depends on your age when you are disabled. Before age 24, you need credit for one and a half years of work and the three years prior to when your disability begins. From 24 to 30 years old, you need credit for having worked half the time between 21 and the time you become disabled. And if you're older than 31, um, all workers disabled at 31 or older need credit for at least five years of work out of the 10 years ending when they became disabled. Well, of course, the big question in everybody's mind is how much you get paid if you're disabled. Well, that's based on your average earnings under Social Security over the past several years. There's no way to really pin down an exact figure for disability since all your earnings are considered at the time of the application. No way you can know when a disabling accident or disease might strike. Uh, exacting benefits will be determined for you by Social Security if uh, that time comes around. If you file for disability, you don't receive any benefits until after a period of five full calendar months. Then the first check comes for the sixth full month. In a case where you've been disabled for more than six months before you apply, back benefits can often be paid. And those would, would not cover the normal five-month waiting period, but it would start with the sixth month of disability. And be sure to apply as soon as possible after a any disability, since back payments are limited to 12 months preceding the month in which you apply, they'll give you the back pay, but they're going to put a cap on it. And after you receive disability benefits for 24 months, you'll be eligible for Medicare protection to help pay hospital, doctor, and other medical bills. And you'll receive information about Medicare several months before this coverage starts. Now, if you have chronic kidney disease requiring regular dialysis or maybe a transplant, you can qualify for Medicare almost immediately.
Well, Social Security Disability Protections is designed to help make up the loss of income when a worker becomes disabled. Now, it's, it's never going to be a 100% um, replacement, but it does help. You know, a disabled worker's eligibility for benefits ends if his condition improves, if, so he's capable of doing substantial gainful employment. If you return to work in spite of a severe impairment, your eligibility may continue until you have uh, completed a trial work period. Now, I know some, like the old draft horse, it's going to dry, going to die, uh, still pulling the wagon. A lot of folks refuse to stop. Alrighty, let's talk about uh, I mean the rules and regulations are just mind blowing. If you ever want to have trouble sleeping, um, read a lot of this stuff. Now here's a program that the beneficial supplemental security income. Now, a lot of folks are not eligible for regular Social Security benefits because of an insufficient work history. And other people who are collecting regular Social Security benefits are, are getting enough to meet their needs. So to help these people, Congress created a Supplemental Security Income Program. Through monthly payments, the program provides a minimum income to eligible people who have little or no income or resources. In fact, well over 4 million Americans now collect uh, in excess of $12 billion a year in Social Security uh, and Supplemental Security Income benefits. Now, this is the program referred to as SSI, and it covers needy people age 65 or older and people of any age who are disabled or blind. Disability criteria and SSI the same as under regular Social Security. A person must have a physical and mental impairment that prevents them from doing any substantial gainful work and is expected to last for at least 12 months or more, or perhaps result in death. A blind person has to have vision no better than 2200 with glasses or tunnel vision with a limited visual field of 20 degrees or less. Well... Now, an individual can have resources or assets up to 2000 and a, a couple up to 3000 And there are certain resources that are not counted in determining the amount of a claimant's uh, resources. Among these is the home where the applicant lives and any land adjacent to it regardless of value. It can be a $10 million mansion, and it's still not counted. They don't count personal effects or household goods with a total market value of 2000 or less. A car, which has a, there's a limit on the retail value or less, um, or a car for, of any value used by the household for transportation to a job or place of treatment for specific medical problems. They don't count life insurance policies with a total face value of $1,500 or less per person. 
And it don't count burial plots and burial funds up to 1500 Also excluded is property essential to self-support and certain community stocks held by natives of Alaska. If a person's accountable resources exceed the amount by a small amount, then you can still qualify for SSI if he or she agrees to sell the excess assets within a specified time. To determine the eligibility of a disabled child under 18, the resources of the parents are considered. But once the child that reaches 18, only his or her resources are considered, not the parents. Well, one last point. We run out of time for today's show. Individuals with little income or no income at all can qualify for benefits. Because they've been separated for over a month, each person is treated as an individual. In the SSI program, income means that more than just cash or checks a person receives. It includes many items that wouldn't be considered income for federal or other tax purposes. Um, some examples of what's considered income under this program is Social Security checks, the federal benefits, railroad retirement, veterans' compensation, private pension or annuities, workers' compensation, inheritance or gifts, any support payments you receive, rent, interest, and dividends. And although a lot of items are counted as income for SSI purposes, a number of the other items are not counted in determining your SSI income. Um, what's not counted to uh, totaling the amount of your income is uh, $20 a month of unearned income, such as Social Security benefits or veterans' compensation, renter interest. $65 a month of earned income from wages or net earnings from self-employment plus one half of the earned income over $65. Refund of taxes paid on real property. Assistance by a state or local political subdivision that's uh, based on need, such as welfare. Grants or scholarships, fellowships. Homegrown produce uh, consumed by the individual and his or her family. Regular and frequent earning, earned income if it totals no more than $30 in a calendar quarter. Foster care payments for a child who's not receiving SSI payments. A third of child support payments received by an eligible child from an absent parent. And earnings up to $400 a quarter, but not more than 1620 a year for, for an unmarried child under a student, that is, under 22. Well, not... I'm not teaching a class on uh, Social Security. What I did do is give you an overview where you can follow up. Um, and any amounts that I gave are always subject to change. And if you want to, I'm actually going to do a, a session tomorrow about the VA benefits. So many people, as I say, think it's charity and it's not. So until tomorrow at this time, this is Ken Hudnall for the Ken Hudnall Show. So you can have a truly great evening.